Hey, how's it going? Now, this is uh, James P. White from 95.7 Cruise FM, The Locker Room. Welcome to the Jedi Jimmy Podcast. This is episode number 31 and or season number five. This is a total breakdown. This episode is actually called The Axe Forgets. Now, it starts out with a weird scene where Cyril is actually having a breakfast with his mother on Coruscant. And the funny thing is, is she pours this blue milk on his cereal. We saw this blue milk earlier. It was actually on Tatooine when we met the Lars family. So that's Luke, uh, Uncle Owen, and Aunt Brew. Uh, they were drinking the same color liquid. It's actually called Bantha milk. So the Bantha from the uh, those big, long, hairy things from uh, Tatooine. The uh, Tuscan Raiders ride those. Now, uh, next, we're introduced to the team of rebels that are going to be attacking the payroll. First, we like we meet them all: Fell, Skeen, Terramin, Nemec, uh, Sinta, and as well as Lieutenant Gorn. Now, further in in the future. We don't see a lot of them in the other movies, but who knows? Now, one of the first things that we see is actually Skeen's tattoos. This is has actually some significance because it's some tie-ins to the future. First of all, one of the tan- uh, tattoos, uh, he says to uh, Aunt, uh, Cassian that it stands for Cratehead. So this is actually a tie-in to where Andor might actually be tied into Tatooine because a crate dragon, which that was symbolizing, is is a, is a symbol of the head of the leadership of the uh, Sand People or the Tusken Raiders. Now, also, the second tattoo that was mentioned, it actually says, by the hand. That's actually a hint of something to come, we might actually get to see Grand Admiral Thrawn. If you haven't read the books or if you haven't watched any of the previous series, sucks to be you. Okay, the uh, the team actually learned at the beginning of this episode and throughout until close to the end, don't actually trust Cassian because, one, he's not using his real name, and then they end up finding out that he's being paid to help them. The team also realizes that Cassian does have war experience because when they were practicing the march, he actually told told them who should be standing where to make sure that the people with the outside gun hands, so you're, whether you're right or you're left-handed, uh, were in the right positions. So that I thought was really cool. Now, the next scene, we learn a little bit about Mon Mothma and her family. One, her husband is a total dick. His name is uh, Perrin Firth, uh, Firtha, and, but there's a little bit of a divide because she's so focused on the... Uh, being being a senator as well as helping the rebellion, she's focusing less on the family, and I have a weird feeling that that divide is going to get 
further away because when we're introduced to her later in the Rebel series, as well as into the uh, into a new hope her family is not around so there could be a huge separation in the future now nemec introduces this navigation tool which he uses as a scanner i thought that was kind of neat because it's an old school tool that he's modified to uh use as a scanner to help them on their mission now, one thing that Cassian learns uh, during this uh, episode is that nobody else there actually knows how to fly the type of vehicle that they're going to have to for this mission. So that is why uh, he was actually hired to help them out because he is a really good pilot. Now, we're introduced to Captain Tigo. He's actually put in command of the Imperial Garrison on Ferrix. If you don't remember Ferrix, that's the uh, previous planet that uh, Luthen and Cassian was at where they blew up everything. Now the uh, Empire's actually taken over, so he's part of the Imperial Garrison that has been uh, put there. Then we're jumped, uh, we get jumped to Lieutenant Miro. So she's part of the ISB, the uh, Imperial Security Bureau, but she's really focusing on the rebels' attacks and all these different things that are happening that are all over the galaxy. And when they're talking about it and kind of analyzing the strategy behind it, a lot of planets that have been mentioned in throughout the universe come up, one of which is Kessel, so the spice mines of Kessel. The Kessel Run, which is ma- mentioned by Han Solo in uh, A New Hope. As well as Fondor, which actually will end up becoming a temporary uh, rebel base. But uh, the, the big thing that kind of sparked me a little bit was Jakku, which in about 35 years is actually the home of Ray. All of these things were actually kind of mentioned in this episode. I thought that was kind of cool. They're kind of bringing all the universes together. Now, while Luthen is actually in his uh, gallery, uh, he he was on the radio trying to communicate with the team that's uh, going after the payroll. But if you look behind him uh, on above his, I believe it's his left shoulder, you see a cube and uh, a pyramid-looking thing. They're actually holocrons. They're both the square one, so the cubed one is a Jedi holocron, as well as uh, the the pyramid one is a Sith holocron. Uh, In the Rebel series, uh, they're really focused on those. There's, they're a storage device of uh, information from both the Jedi and Imperial, and they they're only can be accessed by Force users. But in the uh, Rebel series and other times that you're seen, they're a lot smaller. So these bigger devices might have a whole lot of information. Maybe someday a Jedi will get a hold or Sith and be able to 
Only force users can access this information. Now, one thing with this episode. So I said previously that the battle, the attack on the base was going to happen during this episode. So episode five, but it's definitely half happening next time. They're actually in position, ready to go. But last episode, I actually realized I missed a lot of stuff in Luthen's gallery. Like there's a lot of stuff in the background that the first couple times I watched it, I missed it, but they make perfectly good sense now. One of which is one of the first things that uh, Luthen shows Mon Mothma is the Utapan monk. It, it's cudgel. It's a weapon of the Utapan monk. If you don't know who they are, they're those tall, uh, white, pasty-skinned guys that uh, Obi-Wan met on Utapal uh, while he was ch- chasing after uh, General Grievous. This uh, cudgel is actually a weapon of them. Now, also in the background, you see this suit of armor with uh, a weird helmet on it. It looks very similar to the Battlestar Galactica, uh, what are they called? Cylons. But this is actually the helmet of uh, Starkiller. He was actually trained by Darth Vader as an assassin to kill a Jedi. But he later switched to the dark side. So there's kind of a huge hint here. So this is around the time where he's kind of shed the helmet. I kind of like that. And that's from the... Uh, Force Unleash uh, video games and also some of the comic books. Also, one thing I missed is there's some carvings. They're like a, it's two uh, brown tablets that have Jedi symbols on them. They're actually uh, from uh, Lothal. They're actually uh, help translate uh, the uh, Mortis God's mural but it's just different positions of the hand, and that's a huge link to the Rebels, which will actually probably cross over in the next episode, or sorry, next season of this, of Andor. Now, previous predictions I had, I'm just going to quickly go through them and whether or not they've worked so far. I said in episode at the end of episode three that Mon Mothma... One of the rebels, uh, one of the members of the Rebel Alliance, would actually make an appearance, and she showed up in episode four. And in episode four, I did say that we could possibly see a Lando, a younger version of uh, Han, or Chewbacca, because this is uh, uh, just uh, just after it's five years after the Solo series. We haven't seen Kalen, uh, sorry, Agent Callus yet, but I'm pretty sure that's going to happen in this series. Also, I, I said that the attack was actually going to happen. The attack on the base was going to happen on episode five, but it didn't. But it's they're preparing this episode. It is going to happen next time. And... Uh, also, the uh, next episode will be the uh, the attack on the base that will happen. Uh, 
I'm with all this uh, the hints at the Jedi from the uh, the armor, the helmet, the uh, the carvings, even the uh, like everything. It, it's just we are gonna see a Jedi coming up. We have no idea who yet. There's a few. One of them might even be Galen Merrick, who later became Starkiller, who wore the helmet. Now, um, one of my favorite quotes in this episode is, the axe forgets, but the tree never does. But the uh, Sorry, the axe forgets, but the tree remembers, is the quote. I will see you next episode, which is uh, well, I will be discussing episode six. I do need to thank all my sponsors. First of all, a huge thank you to the Dean Blundell Network on DeanBlundell.com, as well as uh, my buddy Army Chris uh, for Fire for Effect Productions. He's helped me set all this up. He helps me with the editing, the sound, all that. I, uh, I look forward to seeing you next time, and may the Force be with you always. <laughs>